We just wrapped up with Dana Smith, who's the wrestling coach at Carnegie Middle School. And um, we had a great conversation with him. He works with, he's a trainer for the Positive Coaching Alliance and has been coaching for a long time and um, just had a lot of really good things to say. It was a a really fun conversation and um, he has lots of great um, content. And you could just tell he's part of the Positive Coaching Alliance, which is with the things he has to say. Right, because yeah. I think every, everything he said, it felt very, um, like as far as the stuff, we, the questions we were asking yeah. him about, like what he does when he's coaching or this yeah. or that, it was, you could tell every answer was very purposeful and you can tell yes. that that's how he coaches. It's mm-hmm. not just, hey, um, do this warm up and then we're going to do this, these right. drills. You can tell that everything he does is character driven. Yeah. Um, and we were telling him that, Coney, uh, <laughs> jeez. Tony, sorry, Tony, Tony, Tony Asaro. We were, my wife and I were watching Cars the other day with uh, our daughter. So I'm thinking of like cones. I don't know. Anyways, (laughs) jeez, Tony Asaro. I think so. Disney Plus all the time. Um, But no, Tony Asaro was um, recommending him when he came on. That was a while ago. So um, we just had to find the right time to get him on. So I'm glad. Finally did. Finally, finally did, and it was it was great. Yeah. Um, And yeah, he had a lot of really good things to say. Like I've always said, it's good and bad for me when I edit these because you can tell on certain episodes that I have a ton of options to choose from when we post the clip but yeah. then at the same time we have a ton of options to go mm-hmm. through it's like man this is gonna be tough <laughs> <laughs> I gotta pick the best one dang it yeah, yeah. but I, I do feel like it was it was um that kind of episode yeah he's yeah. definitely passionate about coaching and why he coaches and just why he got into it and why he's still doing it so yeah and, re- and he listens to our podcast regularly so yeah, we always yeah. appreciate that he's mm-hmm. he i think he met, made mention of how he um we're with him when he mops and I, at first I, like, I heard something completely different I'm like i feel like uh-huh. we're taking a shot at our podcast but then i understood it he he uh, mops Wait, the floor the at the wrestling, wrestling room yeah. and uh we keep him company yeah. in, in yeah, his earbuds. Cool. So anyways, awesome. that didn't need to be said, but I felt like it. No, that was, that's a compliment. Yeah. Yes, and speaking yeah. of compliments, Deb gave me like two or three this episode, yeah, which is yeah, awesome. Yeah. And right. uh, listen for just that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, See listen. ya. Bye. Now it is time. Now it is time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Combine. Character Combine. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, you ready? When he goes beyond the scoreboard, the scoreboard coaches, coaches. I want you to have the type of voice, type of voice that your athletes will hear. Decades later, and still recognize the leadership that you hold in their life, in their life, in their life. Get this thing, get this thing started. Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto. And I'm Deb McCollum. And today we have the wrestling coach at Carnegie Middle School, Dana Smith. How's it going? It's great. I'm really excited to be here. I'm a, a big fan of your podcast. Well, thank so I'm you. I'm really excited to be here. Awesome. Yeah. We, cool. I feel like we interact quite a bit on yeah. social media. Yeah, so, for sure. Uh, yeah. We always appreciate the feedback. I was joking when you came in, when because t- we talked to Tony Asaro about you. Right. He, met, he brought your name up and um, when he came on the show. And for some reason, when we were talking about Dana, I kept calling him Dean Smith, who was like the legendary coach for North Carolina's basketball team back uh. in the day. Which we joked about. It's not a. Yeah. It's a compliment we, to you. We have pretty much the same contract. It's almost oh. exactly. The same. <laughs> almost. You guys, you guys, coach Michael Jordan, all that right, stuff. Right, yeah. Okay. Right. There you go. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a huge effort to say Dana, not Dean. All right. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, a quarter every time you say Dean. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. He owes you a lot of money. Okay. Yeah, I probably will. Um, we do warm up questions with our guests every all time right. um, before we get the real show started all right just so you can um have some things to think about and then there's a signature question in here oh but he listens 
Oh, you listen. Oh, yeah, you so like this is the one. I've forgotten, though. Okay. okay, we'll see. All right, we'll see. <laughs> I don't think so, but all right, we'll see. <laughs> um, the first question, would you rather be a bird or an ocean creature? Ocean oh, creature. That's a new one. Oh, that's it good. is a new one. Yeah. Just, yeah. Ocean creature, for sure. Okay, why? Um, I don't know. I just love the ocean. And um, like a few times when I've been snorkeling, like swimming with sea turtles and yeah. seeing dolphins when you're out on the boat. And yeah. I just love that. So definitely, yeah. That's so cool. See. I am terrified of the ocean. Like I'm, I was typing that question and I was like, oh, for bir- <laughs> bird, for sure. Oh my God, I don't want to go in the ocean. I wonder what he's going to say. Yeah, <laughs> I'm terrified. I love the ocean. That's that kind awesome. of, but you went skydiving. I went skydiving, so. As she's mentioned, you know this, because she's mentioned multiple times. I would not times. do that. Oh, yeah, I'm not, so not going to be able to jump fun. out of a plane. No. I love being in planes, but, but I'm not, not jumping jump- out of one now. Oh, trust me. Right before, I was like, no, 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 no. Get me out of here. Put me back on the ground. But, you know, I kind of had no choice. We had to That's right. we had to go down somehow. But, right. um, no, that was amazing. Um, I got. I took it so seriously that as soon as I landed, I'm like, I'm going to take courses. I'm going to jump myself. I'm going to teach people how to jump. Yeah, I haven't been back since. <laughs> I haven't made oh, the she's time. Not, she's not lying because, oh, I'm sure you heard the episode with Roseville Meal Prep. I have um, not heard that one. Oh, no, you haven't heard that no, one? Okay, well, um, Mike who was on that on that show um, is a he's a jumper a, a ju- is that what they called a jumper yes I, I think um, I call so, him that yeah it makes sense <laughs> that's, what we'll, that's what we'll call it we'll call it a jumper <laughs> and uh, like Deb's eyes just grew huge when she heard that and then all of a sudden I was like I went skydiving and so it was right after I went skydiving too it was like so, very shortly after so I was on my high still this is how sad sorry I know we're going off on a tangent no that's okay we're making I love the, tangents this not, happens I'm making this about me right now sorry we're asking you the questions but um, I missed that feeling so much right afterwards I that I go running on my prep on most days and I found um, and there's a slope that goes down our stadium and I was trying to run down it as fast as I could to get like the wind <laughs> back in my <laughs> it didn't quite work out as it's not quite but, the I, same, but yeah. I was like trying so hard to recreate that feeling again so anyway sad story you should have gone out there with the goggles right. and everything and, yeah. and then see how much respect you have Helmet with your students on. still uh, yeah big jumpsuit oh no yeah, yeah. They just, I think oh, you should do it high schoolers uh, are, are very kind about that kind dared. of stuff oh they would yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you've been dared <laughs> they would have just been like oh that's Miss McCollum <laughs> oh there a, no- a normal day it's a Tuesday <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so okay so sea creature sea yeah. creature alright that's awesome very cool question number two question number two um, if you could ask your kid self what superhero you would like to be what and why my kids who what's yeah oh, probably superman okay. i mean you know he's the man for yeah. sure yeah. and can't really beat him in yeah. real life he's smart right takes yeah. care of people and and he can fly there you go there you go i Boom. guess the both of them there oh. okay. yeah maybe that's... i should have said aquaman i don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just means you like both that's right okay. there you go <laughs> not, not afraid of either right um and the signature question if you could pick a song that's already out there that just kind of speaks to your whole life in general, what would it be? I call it the life song. What would be your life so song? So I, I have thought about this one. Okay. okay. Um, we appreciate your honesty. Yeah. <laughs> and it really clicked to me. I do a, a lesson in my class using some of the music from Hamilton. And oh, I just... I just saw it. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I'm I, you know what? I know that. Hit the mic. I did my buddy at school and I'm tolerating both of you now and that's it. <laughs> that's as good as it's getting. <laughs> I, li- I like you. This is awesome. Yeah. This is a great <laughs> and podcast. And the kids love it. <laughs> But the song nonstop, yeah. especially yeah. I think early in my career, it was like, what? You want me to do student counsel? Okay, I'll do it. You want to coach? I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And it was always just like nonstop. And at this point, that, that kind of goes into the idea of like, how much time do you have left teaching? How much time do you have left coaching? And what mm. can you still do? So mm-hmm. it's always like doing the PCA stuff and, and yeah. working to do a little bit more and adding to the things I do. 
Um, so that song just kind of rings in my head when nice. I think about it. You know, why are you going all the time, all the time, all the time? Wow, know? that's so, a good one. Yeah, it's really good. Nice. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was because well, I, I heard the question before and I started thinking about there it. There you go. And I was doing that lesson. I love it. Like how that fits. For sure. Nice. I Very think cool. you're the first one who, that's your, you're like, I've heard it before, so I thought about it, right? I feel like, uh, or has someone else done that? Allie. Allie said the same thing. Oh, okay. Like, okay. I, I did listen Allie to it. Did, oh, and, yes, you're uh, right. So everybody's yeah. been honest so far. Okay, good. I'm, I'm still, no, I love all goal. of our guests, but I'm kind of suspicious that some of them, some of them heard the, the question. Even though like, no, I've never heard that's it. That's okay. Know. When the goal at first, the beginning, the goal was to stump them because I'm just mean like that. But now the goal that's is the teacher. In it's a teacher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's any teacher that comes in here. They're like, oh, it's a teacher. In here. Right. Yeah, they say the same thing. But now it's I I want to know their question now. So now I'm yeah. like I hope they have their answer. So that's good. Yeah. It yeah. is. A, I mean, it is fun to see them struggle through it. To yeah. be honest, but <laughs> it is cool when you yeah. have like an answer like yours, where there's there's a lot of because that's the point of the question, right? It yeah. wasn't initially to stump them. It right. was because yes, there's, there's some kind of meaning. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> you fooled me. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like you hear the different answers. Like, oh, yeah. okay, some of them are silly, but then some of them are right. you know, like uh, I think Tony's was his wedding song. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it has some deep emotional yeah. meaning. So, yeah. Yeah. good questions. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. You survived the warm-up I survived. You survived. You survived. Let's, let's go. <laughs> um, so, you know, actually, before we get to the first question, I kind of feel like we need to bring up what happened this weekend okay. with um, with Kobe Bryant and then the other um, families, his daughter, obviously, and then the, um, the coach yeah. from Orange County and then the other families that were in yeah. the helicopter. Um, I mean, at this point, this, will, this is going to be a week later yeah. from that news, but yeah. just a, a terrible a terrible thing i think yeah. stunning just, oh just stu yeah. yeah well i think you when i first my brother actually was the one who texted me um mm. and said hey do you think this is real and like mm -hmm. i have no idea what you're talking about and then mm. you look on twitter and then you see some different things and then mm -hmm. it's i think what everybody thought at least everybody that i talked to the the hope was it's a it's a hoax right yeah. um and then you you get more details and obviously i think there's a lot of mm -hmm kind of like what we've talked about in our social media episode, people are very quick to put stuff out there without thinking yeah. um, or any kind of empathy or compassion. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I think when you um, get all of the, the, the actual details and you realize how many people were involved and who was involved, um, it's a pretty tragic, yeah. pretty tragic thing. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, I had the same reaction. Yeah. The first I saw it first on my yeah. phone. I'm like, mm -hmm. this has got to be fake. Right. Yeah. So I started digging into stuff. I'm like, yeah. wow. And then... Yeah. My next thing in people's reaction to it, um, I went on Facebook and somebody posted video of the actual crash, mm. and I'm like, "Why are we posting that? There are there were kids on that helicopter, right? You know, like have some respect. That's yeah. not necessary, right? Yeah. No, but it's that that social media mentality of I want to post it first, yeah. right? right? I want to get a reaction yeah. from people, right? And that's just you know, just think before right. you post. Just like we tell our kids at the high right. school level or middle school, you know, think before you post something. This is going to have an impact on somebody else for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but just stunning. And I think it shows, you know, people that had reactions. And, and I don't think you can compare things in how we reacted deaths, like military yeah. deaths or something. But right. this right. is separate from that. They're both, you know, yeah. all of it's important, obviously. Yeah. But I just think it, it shows the power of sport and how it impacts our lives and yeah. how those people just, they kind of take over part of what you do in life yeah. if you're yeah. a big fan of the team you know i'm not a a lakers fan but mm. when you see the video of the people in la obviously it's that way yeah. that right. would be I, I i'm a giants fan so yeah. Yeah. if buster that happened to buster posey right yeah. i'd be devastated <clears throat> sure you know no i don't know him and right. it doesn't yeah. impact me like it's my relative but right. that's a 
part of my life I enjoy. Yeah. And if somebody were taken like that, it would have a big, big impact. And like you said, there was another baseball coach on that plane. Mm-hmm. There was those basketball coaches, those yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, it touches everything that would, yeah. would touch your heart. You know, the yeah. sports you love, kids, everything. And, right. and I think the impact that people feel is real and, and it's legitimate and, yeah. and should be, you know, taken for what it is for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's just what, well, and I just, you know, same thing with you two. Me and my friends, we thought it was a hoax. And in my head, like, and this is just, you know, me, you know, trying to stay positive. In my head, I'm like, I hope it's still a hoax. And I know it's not, mm-hmm. but that's just some, you know, that's, and some people deal with, you know, grief that way in different ways. And right. so, but, um, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like, we really don't, I'm getting too deep here, but we really don't know how much time we have. No, we don't. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going to happen a minute from now, tomorrow. You don't know when. Right. And so I think it really changes your your perspective on how you view life and how you view others. Yeah, I think yeah. it's it snaps us into mindfulness. You know, sometimes we, we have a focus on that in some ways, um, but yeah. a lot of times we don't. And when you when you see that picture, like it can be gone in a second. We yeah. don't we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It just makes right. you a little bit more mindful. Be in the moment. Enjoy what you're doing there instead of worrying about past things and things coming up. Yeah. Be in that moment and enjoy it for what it is when mm-hmm. you're with you know the kids or your family, your spouse, whatever. Take enjoy that moment. Don't be somewhere else because yeah. you don't know if you're getting that moment back again. Absolutely. Right. Well, and, and like you, you know, to tie in your your life song and the reason, all the reasons for it, this the idea of where it's nonstop all the time, and you don't, like you said, you don't stop and appreciate the moment right. uh, that you're currently in. So, um, yeah, it's definitely it, it is a reminder. I think we posted about it yesterday. It, it's definitely a reminder that you've mm-hmm. got to appreciate the people that you're in your life, whether it's your you as a coach and your athletes, or you know your athletes and, and their parents or their other teammates, whatever it might be. Um, I think it's just a, it's an unfortunate reminder that you have to, like you said, Deb, take that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Keep make sure you realize the importance and the value of those things. And I think it was weird for me because I, I you know, not to go down this too much longer, but um, you know, it's probably the it's probably the biggest sports death that I can think of in my life. And I was yeah. like, it was really, um, yeah. I was pretty emotional on Sunday, which was weird yeah. for me because I'm, you know, I don't get the, I'm not the most emotional person. Um, and, I, and for whatever reason, it just didn't click in my head why it was like that. But then it made, it clicked in my head. It's like, I have a daughter now. Mm-hmm. And right. so, um, yeah, me and my, yeah. my wife were both, you know, just yeah. a couple of times it was like, ooh, this is, this is brutal. I can't right. watch any, I can't well, go on Twitter it's anymore. It's close to home. Right. It, yeah, it, it so makes you think in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And I think one way it impacts us too is we look at those people as being invincible. Yeah. Right. My brother and said the same thing. Right. They're invincible. Well, right. Wait, right. they're not invincible? What does that mean right. for my life and, yeah. and what I do? And I think it hits us right. that way too. So right. yeah. it just comes from a lot of different angles. And I think that's why it has such an impact on people. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was not, again, not to go down it further, but I just, what you said, you're like, I was emotion, a little emotional that day, Sunday. Yeah. I was too later. I mean, later at when I finally stopped and I'm like in bed and I'm just, you know, I have my dog with me and I'm just kind of catching up on my phone and I keep seeing more posts. And, um, you know, if any, I've shared this story before on here, on here before, but my mom died when I was in high school. And so then like, you know, that's, you know, you start thinking, you know, brings me back to that. And then I kid you not, I, and this is ha- has not happened in a long time, but I had a dream about my mom that mm. night and it was wow. just the, anyway, so. Yeah, but I think that goes, that thing. kind of proves the point of what we're talking about, that it brings yeah. a lot of stuff yes. up yep. and then those dreams come out again. Yeah. But the good thing is you got to see your mom again. Exactly. So that's nice yeah. too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It's just, it was, uh, you know, yeah. really unfortunate and yeah. I think our, our thoughts and prayers to everybody, all the families that yeah. are involved Absolutely. in all of that. Yeah. And, um, 
you know, and, and like you said, you know, the one thought kind of leading to what we're gonna be talking about, and this the whole point of the character combine, as you mentioned, you look at these pictures and images of LA and the city right now, and it's, you have the entire city mm-hmm. is feeling this in, in some way, shape or form. And I think it just points to the fact, like we always talk about the platform and effect and impact you can have as a coach or an athlete. Like, I think sometimes we don't truly understand it. Even at the, the local level, you have a, a pretty big platform because like you said, sports uh, just have that power. Right. You know, people love sports and pay attention to sports, but it also becomes, um, I think, a vehicle for life lessons and, and moments. And it, just Absolutely. like it's a life song, yeah. it's attached to moments in our life. And people, you know, I mean, like you said, they're basically like family members in a weird way yeah. because right. you're watching them, you know, 82 games a year mm-hmm. and then you're seeing them on social media mm-hmm. and they kind of become a part of your family in a weird yeah. way. So, yeah. you know, I think it's just another reminder, um, along with everything else we've said, um, make sure all coaches and athletes are using that platform wisely and not not using it. It, Yeah, it's very powerful, and it can be powerful in a positive way and powerful in a negative way. Right. It's how you focus on what you want to get out of it and what what your purpose is. Right. What's your purpose of of coaching? What's your purpose of playing? Right. And examine that and make it a positive. Absolutely. Yeah. So so anyways, I I felt like we needed to talk about that. But um, so now to go into our our questions for this episode. So Dana, how did you – what's your athletic and coaching background? Um. I played um, Little League from the time I was, you couldn't start till you were eight back then. We oh, didn't wow. have little guys running yeah. around. Um, yeah. But I was that kid that was just dying to start playing, and yeah. I played Pop Warner football um, and started wrestling about the same age as well. And yeah. played baseball and football all the way up through high school. I um, played at Bella Vista. Nice. Um, and I, I, yeah, I wrestled for a couple Cassie, years in so. high school. And, and <laughs> actually, when I, when I was at Bella Vista, the wrestling program there was, um, was run by a legend, Charlie Lee. He is absolute... Um, it's an absolute unbelievable coach and motivator, and, and they were a top two, three team in the state yeah. each year I was there. And his son, David Lee, was the number one recruit in the country, actually. But um, I just always wanted to play sports. I loved playing sports. And I was the kid who would find a place, um, find a position so I could be out on the field. Mm. I My freshman year playing football, and luckily I had experience because I'd play Pop Warner for a few years or four years or whatever. Mm. And I'm looking around. It's like, oh, wait, nobody wants to play center? 125 pounds, skinny as a rail. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. Started at center all my freshman year. But I, wow. I had coaches that let us do that. It wasn't like, no, you're not big enough, you're not fast enough, whatever. Nice. It's like, you want to try it? Go yeah. try it. Um, and, and we let us get out there and do that. And then I you know, wasn't quite big enough for center the next year, so I played guard the rest of my football career. I think I topped out at about 165. I wish sure. I was still there, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I just I just loved playing, and I wanted to be out on the field. and And I really look back on the coaches that I had, and they were just amazing yeah. people. They were positive coaches before we knew what that meant. Mm. Right. That's just okay. who they were. Gotcha. They they knew us. They cared about us. If you did something wrong, they were gonna hunt you down. <laughs> you know, I I had a little league coach named uh, Byron Kame. Got to give that guy a shout out. He's one of the best men I've ever known, and he was. Like, I remember one time our parents all hung out together, and it was after, you know, we all got together after the Little League games and had the pool parties, and I was supposed to have done some cleanup in the backyard, and I kind of blew it off, Mm. and he got there, and, like, he went out there with me. He's like, look, you got to get this done, Mm. and he, like, stayed out there the whole time I was working on it and talked to me, but he was way beyond my baseball coach. He was like, you have responsibilities, and you're going to take care of them, but just having people like that, and sports was everything when I was growing up. That's you know, I loved it. I wanted yeah. to be playing baseball. And when that was over, it's like, hey, let's get on to football. Let's go to whatever it was. Right. It's like on to the next thing. You know, right. I loved it. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So that's awesome. And then at what point did you decide to coach? Well, when I went to um, my 
the year after I graduated from high school, I coached football at Bella Vista. I helped with the freshman football okay. team. And I'm like, oh. God, I love this. Yeah. This is what I want to do. I want to be a teacher and I want to be a football coach. So as I went off to, to college, that was my thing. It's like, find something that you want to teach so that you can go be a football coach yes. yeah. at high school. Oh, cool. So yeah. I ended up as a middle school teacher coaching track and field first, which I never, ever ran track. And then wow. um, Mike Lee, who was at Bella Vista, uh, kept bugging me talking, why don't you coach wrestling? It's like, no, I know what will happen. I'm really competitive. That will take my <laughs> life over, yeah. which it did. Um, but he finally talked me into it. And it was like, honestly, one of the best things that happened in my life for him to talk me into that. He is wow. an absolutely amazing person. Um, he's my mentor. He retired from coaching wrestling after last year. He's only two years older than me. But um, and now he's his son wrestles for me. So he comes into our room two, three days uh -oh. a week and, and helps us out. But he is absolutely my mentor as a coach and, and oh. as a person. And yeah. um, he and Garrett Lane, who's now the head coach at Bella Vista, we did our master's programs together. And they're just great people. I've been super lucky in the people I've worked with and the community that was pulled together by Mike at, at Bella Vista and then you know, running into Carnegie. So right. I've been blessed with the situation I've been able to coach in. I've had yeah. tons of support. and. When I walk into a Bella Vista match, all the kids are, hey, coach, and, and come up and talk to me. And it's just been an, an absolutely wonderful experience. I've been very, very lucky. That's for awesome. For sure. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. So I don't know if you can answer this question. This might be um, a better question for your coach. But was there was there a reason why he, he felt like you needed to be coaching? Um, one, like, he needed somebody. Okay. <laughs> they always okay. need somebody. Fair enough. You know what's yeah. funny? Um, Mike and I actually went to high school together at Bella Vista, and his mom was a teacher at Carnegie. Okay. But he and I ended up doing our student teaching at the same time, and oh. the only way we could make money was to do lunch duty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we did lunch duty together every day and, okay. and became friends through that. Yeah. And then, um, you know, talking about sports, mm -hmm. and, and as he got a job at Bella Vista and went there, he um, really tried to get me on board to, to coach wrestling. So yeah. we just connected that way, and um, it was just luck, nice. really. For okay, me, definitely. Awesome. Very yeah. cool. And, and now, did you have any prior experience or background with wrestling, or did you kind of learn as I you had, go? I had wrestled from the time I was eight oh, in, you in said the club that. Yeah, oh, that, was, okay, okay. that was run through Bella Vista. Okay. And then I wrestled my, my freshman, sophomore year. Okay. And junior year, my whole thing was make that varsity baseball team. Yes. So yeah. I, I dropped yeah. wrestling so I could get ready for baseball. Gotcha. Because um, that was my thing. That was my yeah. favorite sport, and I was going to be on that varsity team. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I had some background in it. That's awesome. But, yeah. But I had a lot to learn, that was for sure. Gotcha. Well, I remember, this always stuck to me, someone I, I knew would talk about wrestling because they were a wrestler, uh, I think, in the Midwest, somewhere like maybe yeah. Michigan. And um, they always, they described it as, like, wrestling sucks, and you're basically doing it for, how is it, three minutes are the rounds of um, glory? At a high school varsity level, they're two. We're two. either a minute, minute and a half. Wow. But you're basically, you're basically it sucks the entire time and you're basically doing it for that one or two minutes right is that wow. is that accurate yeah. like yeah kind I mean, of like the arm well, raise yeah. yeah you're at tournaments and you maybe wrestle three times during a day and you're right. there all day long yeah <laughs> right and oh gosh. it's it's a really tough sport it, you talk about a sport that will build, build grit and mm -hmm. resiliency yeah mm -hmm. wrestling's it it is it's tough it's different than anything else you'll ever yeah. do um the the exhaustion is mm -hmm. different you know, mm -hmm. then and running, you know, right. long distance running is just that mm -hmm. that anaerobic state that you're in for yeah. that time, and yep. there's no rest because if you mm -hmm. rest, you're done. You're gonna get beat yeah. on, <laughs> right? You know, it's just it's really a great yeah. sport. It's it's funny because the people that um, that have a hard time with it tend to be like they think it's so violent, but it's really not. It's yeah. just it, it's hard to describe, but it's not it's not a violence. It's a it's a 
an ability to control your own body and react to other people's movements really right. more than anything. And it's really when you know what people are doing, it's really a beautiful thing. Yeah. I, I have one of my kids this weekend who is very good. Um, he, on their feet, he, he went to hit this one takedown. It wasn't there. He went tried right away to go to another move. It wasn't there. The kid kind of came forward, and he hit a, a double leg on him. And I just seriously went, that was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. You know, I had a, a 13-year-old kid amaze wow. me with what he was able to do. Yeah. Wow. And it's just a tough sport. And yeah. you never, if you've ever done it, even for a year or two, it's a sport you never forget doing. You right. never get that experience. And, and it can build such a great camaraderie in a team because you're going through so much together. Although yeah. you're out there by yourself, your teammates got you there. You know, your coaches got you there. So it's it's an interesting blend of team sport and individual sport. Yeah. I feel like you saw my notes because that was one of the oh. questions that I had. <laughs> um, Did I bump into your no, – That's oh, perfect. No. We, we, love, we love when that happens. Yeah. All three of us are on the same page. But. Side, side note, uh, side story, not that that's new for us, but um, I no. took <laughs> in, um, in college just to get my background for, you know, to get a, you know, kinesiology degree back then it it was it was called PE degree and then in the middle of me getting my degree they switched to, to kinesiology so but anyway I took a bunch of theory and analysis classes and uh, one of them was wrestling and that was my only experience with wrestling ever so it's a semester long and it was a night class it was at the end of like my heck a long day <laughs> the very last thing and Those they were classes. yeah and there were two guys teaching and they were brothers and um i don't know if they were i can't remember if they were high school coaches they were young so like they were like current coaches oh my gosh that was <laughs> that was a tough class yeah. <laughs> just learning all the moves and and i'm pretty like competitive and aggressive so only like one girl wanted to be my partner because <laughs> she's like i don't want to be her partner because i got all into it but um but it is yeah it's no joke that was yeah. a tough class to and, take. and women's wrestling is booming yeah. right now yeah. it's it's really what's expanding our sport for sure is yeah. i have um i've had some great um girls in my room one uh, Jennifer Page trains at the Olympic Training Center now. Wow. Um, Alex Hedrick is is um, on scholarship right now, and they just both wrestled in. Uh, I'm, I'm going to blow it. They they wrestled over in Europe, and I'm I'm totally blown where they were. But one of them took gold, and one took a bronze. And wow. you know, I connect with them on Instagram, and I always post their little pictures yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I posted this one collage, and both of them were in it, but I didn't see Alex in the bottom of it. Yeah. So when I said, good luck, Jen, have a great yeah. tournament, and she, Alex puts on there, hey. <laughs> what the heck, man? <laughs> yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll totally poke back at me, so it's That's fun. And, and those are those relationships you yeah. build in coaching. Yeah. We're just so proud of them. And they're not kids anymore, but right. you know, yeah. you're just so proud of what they do because you know them from when they were there and what great people they are, and to see them succeed and all the hard work, it's just awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, no, that's yeah. really cool. It's um, we did a, an event a while ago at one of the after one of the character combines. It was a beast and baller event where Navy SEALs led a two-hour grinder and they put it broke them up into like four teams and just had them in the mud, burpees, push-ups, carrying each other. It was just a bunch of craziness. Um, and then they ended up crowning I think three people at the end of it. And one of them was Ali Sabah, Sabah from Casa. She wrestled at Casa a few years ago. Yeah. And um, it's they, like it made sense. Program. Yeah, it's like oh, program. she's a monster out there. And just had like there was a. Like you said, there was a difference. Everybody out there did great, no one quit, but some of the guys that led the, the group said, our prediction is the person who's gonna win this is either gonna be a wrestler or a water polo player. It's like, oh, that's weird. And yeah. so it's like, those, because they said those sports are, it's pain. Right. That's oh. basically all it is. It's just, you're torturing your body. Right. And they said, you know, football, they're all tough. These are tough athletes, but there's just a different mentality and a different oh. physicality that comes with. Right. Well, in those two sports, you have this ability to segment 
You know, right. It's like, okay, now I got to get through the mud. What's next? You, you break it down into pieces instead of seeing it as a whole. Right. right. So it's easier to get through psychologically by just segmenting that that process. Right. Yeah, it was a it was a cool event. You, your your team would have well, they would have been a little bit young, but when they yeah. got older, they would have they would have loved it. GV <laughs> yeah. guys would love it. They would love it yeah. for sure. Um, well, I remember when I was playing baseball at Casa, you know, especially in the um, like our off season conditioning and all of that. And we would be doing, you know, some weightlifting and, you know, some light work, running work. And you would see the wrestling guys get going. And I remember they did a two or three mile run. And it's like, are you guys done? And like, no, 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 we just started. That was yeah. a warm up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I played baseball for a reason. This seems, <laughs> yeah. this seems yeah. awful. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. what I liked about it, too. Yeah. Stand around a lot more. Yeah. Enjoy nature. <laughs> like, see your wrestling nice guys. Here. Yeah. 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 Some seeds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, man, I can't. Yeah, it's just a different thing. When you mentioned that the, the female wrestling has really expanded and grown yeah. is that is any of that due to because i feel like like ufc is doing a better job mm. promoting female, female fighters i mean you obviously you had ronda rousey who mm-hmm. was kind of like the pioneer the main one but yeah. even now you have like chris cyborg you have um you had Paige van zandt for a little while yeah. you had some of these others that i feel like they're getting a lot more exposure do you feel like that's part of why the wrestling is kind of picking up or is it something different I think that's part of it i yeah. think um mma has helped wrestling grow in general just because mm-hmm. it's exposed wrestling and mm-hmm. For the most part, the best people in the UFC and at that high level were wrestlers, right? Yeah. College wrestlers yeah. or, or Olympic wrestlers. Right. So it's it's helped promote the sport. It's it's given it more exposure. Yeah. And to the point, and with the expansion of like Big Ten networks and things like that, right? You're right. seeing it more on TV as well. It's more right. accessible to see that that high level wrestling. So I think that has helped as well. And I just think you know it's it's Title Nine. It's gonna yeah. it's it's gonna go into every area eventually. Mm-hmm. It's just. Yeah. Who's going to be first? Yeah, and sure. and really, how are the coaches going to handle it? Mm-hmm. I remember when Jennifer was the first girl I had on my team, and she was she was already good when she got there. She's from a wrestling family, and yeah. she's freakishly strong and yeah. and into it and ready to go. And I remember the first tournament we went to, I had a couple coaches walk up and say, "So, how are you going to handle having a girl on your team?" I go, "What do you mean? I have a wrestler on my team. She's oh. just part of the team." Mm-hmm. And yeah. I always treated it that way. So it was mm-hmm. always a natural part of our process mm-hmm. and what we did. So yeah. they're willing to try it. Yeah. It's how we handle it as adults. We have a harder yeah. time with change than, than kids do right. by far. They they handle it easily. And awesome. we can learn a lot from them, but I yeah. I think that Starting coaches starting to accept it and bring them in and make them part of the process helps it expand as well. I have, right. I think, six girls on my team right now, so wow. I have the most I've had, wow. and they're great. They're they're great teammates. They work really hard. Yeah. Um, they're a blast to have on the team. But I can say that about anybody on the team. It's not about whether they're right. a girl or a boy. They're just they're part of what we do and they're part of our team. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And then um, what's it like? Because you know. You were saying how you wanted to be, you know, the high, a high school coach. So what's it like coaching the littles? I call them uh, yeah, the littles, yeah, the middle yeah. schoolers. You know what's funny is um, I fell into being a middle school teacher. Yeah. I, I, when I came back from, I went to Chico. And when I came back, I had a class I needed to finish up to finish my degree. Mm-hmm. And so I was subbing as, okay. as an instructional assistant first and then as a teacher. And I just got assigned to Carnegie. It was like no plan for me to ever wow. go back there or teach middle school. I was going to be a high school teacher. Mm-hmm. And... It just kind of snowballed. I was there for a long time as an IA for subbing for a while, and then I yeah. got a long-term subcontract there, yeah. and then I student taught there, and then yeah. I got hired there. Yeah. And But I just fell in love with that middle school level. Yeah. I, at this point, I look back in times like, I can't imagine having done anything else. I, mm. It's a level you love it or you hate it. You yeah. know, It's just so different than yeah. anything else. Yeah. Um, 
and they don't get me wrong they can be challenging obviously and there are days <laughs> when you walk out like what am i doing yeah. but most days you walk out and go you know what you can make such a huge difference in a middle school kid's life yeah. they're at such a yeah. turning point and yeah. they're it's mm -hmm. so hard yeah. and it's way harder now than it was when mm -hmm. i was in middle school because yeah. social media alone and the phones Oh. You know, we pass notes to say things about people. Now <laughs> sure. it's like, boom, and it's out there, as we yeah, all right. know. Yeah. Right. Um, but I just kind of fell into the middle school thing, yeah. and I love it. And I love coaching that yeah. level. And because uh, my room literally, like the kid I was talking about earlier, he, he's a national level kid down to beginners that have never stepped on a map before. Yeah. Mm. So that's a challenge in itself in, yeah. in coaching. So it, it just yeah. as these challenges that I really like. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's just something I kind of fell into, yeah. I guess. Cool. Yeah, great. My sister's a, a middle school math teacher, and so I've heard some stories. <laughs> yeah. You hear the stories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's some good ones. <laughs> yeah, she, she, has a, she has a lot for sure. <laughs> um, but, you know, like, uh, let me say that on the positive note with kids, yeah. like yeah. two of my classes are uh, are working on these little mini podcasts today. Oh, and nice. cool. They're going outside to do their recording, so it's quiet. So I've got them literally spread from one end of the campus to the other. Yeah. And I'm walking around. I'm walking by, and I'm, I'm being quiet because they're recording. And I'm just thinking, these kids are so creative. Wow. And they think out of the box, wow. you know, way beyond, like, could we do it this way? Absolutely go for it. Nice. But that's the fun part. I'm just walking yeah. around with a big smile on my face, <laughs> watching yeah. them work. And, that's great. But it's great. You know, they, nice. you know they, I think when they get to high school, they've got some more set things and requirements yeah. that they have to do. And I think that right. it's a lot more open-ended for middle school kids. And, and it's the same thing with coaching them. You know, they'll try Gosh, new yeah. things and come up with new ideas. And that's fun. Well, and I feel like at that age, they're not afraid to fail it's like right. one of those things like I feel like as they get older they're so concerned you know with what their peers think of mm -hmm. them and with you know trying new things so they're so afraid to fail at and I'm sure it's at you know at the middle school level too but I think right. it's, that's that age that they're just like oh yeah we're gonna try this and they're right. not thinking it which is good so yeah that they can, you, you know, know we talk about um, yeah. um failing and making mistakes a lot yeah. in, in our program and like how that's okay and I was just cracking up before Bella Vista's first home duel this year. I'm listening to Garrett talk to the kids. And right before they did their, you know, Broncos before the first match, he goes, all right, let's go out there and make some mistakes. Uh, <laughs> uh, nice. That, nice. And they went out and wrestled loose, and they were just yeah. on fire. But as a coach, to give a kid permission, like, it's okay. That's we're great. We're not saying go out there and do it on purpose. Oh, but great. if you make one, that's fine, right? Yeah. Then we learn from it. We put it in the data bank and, yeah. and move on from there. So, yeah. Oh, that's I think that's huge. I, there was a, a quote that I said a long time ago, but it's that whole idea. It's this idea of if your coach has your back and your teammates have your back, then it gives you that freedom to mm -hmm. take that, you know, that clutch shot because you don't have that pressure of like, okay, I know if I mess up, not only am I going to lose the game, but then my teammates are going to hate me. My coach is going to be mad at me. Yeah. You don't have to worry about any of that because right. you're just free to be in that moment right. and yeah. take that shot or, or compete in whatever sport yeah. you're competing at. You give so. your best effort. Yes. Right. Were you having fun? Yes. Then awesome. Yeah. Let's exactly. Move on and learn and get better. Yeah. yeah. I think that that I don't know. I should we should look more into it. Like that competitive freedom you feel when you mm -hmm. don't have to worry about that other stuff. Mm -hmm. I think is is really interesting to me. Right. We actually have someone coming on. Um, on the 11th, she's a, mm. a mental yeah. a mental coach. Yeah. yeah, and so I'm about to write that question down for her because yeah. I think that'd be a, a good yeah. thing. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. that, that's the the master's program that we were in is positive coaching, right? And yeah. that a lot of it is that you know growth mindset and that idea of like mistakes are okay and right and we that's we learn from that and we move on and it does it opens them up and they perform better. We we know through the research that positive coaching is better for athletes and they perform better. It's not fluff and just telling them they're great all the time. Right. right. It's build confidence through evidence. 
put them in situations where they can succeed and stretch themselves, and then that's their evidence that they can be better at this and, and be confident, and then they perform better because it, it frees them up to, to give the best effort that they have instead of shutting them down so they don't make mistakes. Right. Well, I like what you said, too, because I think it was one of our, our very first episodes. We talked about how positive does not mean, like you said, fluff or, or mushy or saying, right. hey, you, you weren't giving your best effort, but that's okay. It's right. like, no, no, there's positive means that you're doing it in a constructive way, but you're still, if, if not criticism, if, um, if instruction is needed or correction right. is, yeah. correction is right. needed, you've mm-hmm. got to do it because otherwise it's not going to be a positive yeah. right. interaction. That's part of the job. That's part of positivity. We're not going anywhere if we don't mm-hmm. critique. Right. That's part of the job. It's, it's data to, to improve upon. Yeah, right. absolutely. You're not going to get better if you don't know what you did wrong. Right. And if you're not giving your best effort, you got to be called out on it. You right. Know, yeah. not, you can control that. Right. Absolutely. Right. It's right. what you can control, and that's what we focus on. Right. Um, just aside, uh, another another rabbit trail. Um, <laughs> it's cool that you're having your kids do podcasts. Um, there's a good chance they're probably better than us <laughs> and more mature than us, too. Yeah. And more interesting probably. things to say Yeah, she so probably <laughs> co- coaching those. Yeah. Like they're, they're putting me to shame right now. Yeah. <laughs> I did not tell them I was doing a podcast today, by the way. I didn't want to oh. open up that can of worms with them because they'd be like, what? Oh. You know, I'll let them know uh, after yeah. once it's done. Okay. You do have to be careful of that because I think uh, Coach Horner let his team know. Oh. And so I went to speak to his team after he did the podcast but before their playoff game yeah. and before I even had your chance to speak one kid raised his hand and he's like hey how much did you pay coach Horner to be on your podcast <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> like, we were just we were just dying it's like oh yeah that's good for you coach uh, yeah 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 I, don't know if I would share that information with my team but yeah. good for you yeah. <laughs> um so I actually wanted to go back to something you said earlier. So oh, yeah. like you said, it's an individual sport, yeah. but you guys are Carnegie wrestling team. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's a weird, in those sports, it's a weird dynamic. I've, I've always felt, because I've always played team sports. So what is that like when you have the team and you're supposed to push each other and challenge each other and be there for each other, but at the same time, you are you are looking out for your individual interests too. Right. Is that a weird thing to coach? Um, no, I, I just think you have to... My thing, first and foremost, is we're a team, and no individual is going to reach their their peak performance without the team. Mm. And you can help your teammates get better. If you're the best guy on the team, then how do we get you to coach other kids while they're oh, while they're okay. at practice? Because mm-hmm. they they learn by coaching, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, and and still focusing on how do we get them better? Mm. You know, how do we find partners that will make them better? How do we support them? But all of that is about the team still. Mm. Right? It's, it's a team of coaches. It's a team of athletes. And then when they're out on the mat supporting each other, right? right. You, you have that bad match where you've made some of those mistakes. Oh, yeah. Teammates can be there to support you while your coaches are running off to go coach somebody else. Wow. So mm. I just right, I right. really focus on team and that we support each other and we're a family. Yeah. That's the big thing. We're a mm. family and we're going to take care of each other first right. and then go from there. And, th- and that builds that into it. And that would be for any sport you're going right. to play. You know, right. we're family right. first and we take care of each other. Yeah. And that's Absolutely. where we're going to start. And if we do that, we'll be all right. Right. Well, that's good. That was a good question. I never thought Thank to. You. That, was my, that was my question. I just want everybody to know that. <laughs> I am going to take credit for that question. one. My name's on the top of the paper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you've listened to the podcast enough. Deb doesn't often compliment me, no. which I, I'm typically offended by, but I let go. I've but this time twice. Twice. And one, I think she took me. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like, wait a minute. No, no, I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> I was, I was She's like, there's no way I said that twice. <laughs> I was acting. <laughs> I, was, I was sold. That was very right. good. Oh, um, yeah. You know, something we talked about beforehand, I think you watched the video, um, was oh, the yeah. video that came out. At, well, at this point, it would probably be two or three weeks ago of the dad that just yeah. 
basically tackled. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Did tackle. My what, gosh. what I saw the video, but I can't remember. What age was that? It was high school. High school? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um it was a good tackle. I mean, oh it, was, it was a terrible situation. It was like, oh, really. blindside. Yeah. No. The tackle wasn't even. It was almost <laughs> like a shoulder. It was like a, like a, it was a cheap shot. <laughs> yeah. Cheap yeah. Shot. yeah. Yeah. It was a cheap shot. Oh but my gosh. I, I feel like this is this is definitely not the first time we've seen this happen. Like right. I, I remember, yeah, I think even a couple of years ago, seeing a video, a very similar situation, yeah. but younger. Where the oh. do you remember this? The dad basically picked the kid up and like yes. frisbeed the kid. Yeah. Because oh he was gosh. like he was yeah. tiny. And it wasn't a high school. No, it was a small. I wish I could. I wish I had the video to show you. But um, what is it? Is it just the testosterone in the sport of wrestling? You have like dads or moms I, who wrestled and they can't help themselves. Yeah, I just think that um, here's that the big change. I, <laughs> is that a yeah. bad question? I, you're right. It's a little bit of a whiteout situation in the moment emotionally. Right. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, here's the thing I've seen change the most from the time like I was a kid playing little league to yeah. what happens now. And this ends up being a big point of discussion in my parent meeting. My parents did not sit at my little league practices. They were like, I'm going to go mm. shopping. I'm going to get my stuff done. <laughs> like, You're fine here. Have fun. I'll be yeah. back to get you. you know? And yeah. my, my poor mom, because she was, she was awesome. But she did forget me at a football practice one time. Oh. I, I was up in Folsom. And I, my coach drove me home. And I walk in. Mind you, I'm in football pants <laughs> as I walk through the door. And she's like, where have you been? <laughs> where have you been? I'm going to let you think that I'm going to pause for a second, and let you think that out, but that's awesome. But that was the thing. Nobody's parents were at practice and now yep. go out to a kid's soccer practice. They're lined up with their ice chests and watching. And I think oh they just God. are so invested in it. Yeah. Sure. And, and if that, that person's already kind of, um, mm -hmm. predisposed to that kind of behavior, mm -hmm. they just lose it. They're so invested to that, into what that yeah. kid's doing right. that you just have to remember it's, it's their thing. Right. right. It's, it's their, as I, I put in parent works, it's their good old days. Yeah. Right. Let them have that. And you enjoy it because yeah. you're only getting one shot to watch this happen too. Yeah. And you can make it bad old days really fast, like running out and tackling a kid oh on a mat. Right. What's that kid thinking? Oh. Right. My dad's right. video is viral yeah. right now. Okay. Right. It's something yeah. that was my event, not yeah. his event. Right. Cheer right. him on. Be positive. That's yeah. your thing. It's not. Your thing is not competing. Your thing is not to be a referee. Your thing is not to be a coach if you haven't chosen to coach. Exactly. Let your coaches do that. Mm -hmm. And the middle school level, we kind of get to that point of, no, you're not going to be a practice. And mm -hmm. that's one of my biggest points in my parent thing. Say, look, I got some bad news. I don't allow parents in practice. And I know there's a lot of discussion about closed practice open, but mm -hmm. I can't make a connection with your kid if they're looking at you over in the corner of the room every time I'm trying to teach exactly. something. Right. I need to have a connection with those kids. Mm -hmm. And that only happens when we only build those relationships if we're working together without yeah. somebody kind of standing in the wings. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, it's interesting because I feel like certain sports, and I'm sure you've experienced this, Deb, as a, as a softball coach, because I know co there's coaches that have that, but then the, co the parents will figure out a way to still watch practice, and you'll see yeah. somebody up on a hill yeah. <laughs> with oh, binoculars. Yeah. Like, I've seen them yeah. peeking through the window before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Man, this is crazy. Yeah. You know, I'm not a parent. I mean, I'm a, my parent, my daughter's, she'll be one this Friday, so she's very young. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't, I, I'm sure my opinion will change, and yeah. hopefully right. I'm never and, tackling a kid. But. And I'm not <laughs> sitting here saying that's not a hard thing to do. Yeah. That is a hard thing sure. to do. Right. Those are your kids. Yeah. Sure. You know, you're, yeah, yeah. you have a lot of investment going into that in right. the first place. So I'm not saying it's easy, but right. yeah. you really got to think about whose experience is it. And, huh. and obviously make sure you have, your kids are being turned over to good coaches who are right. very positive and aren't going to, you know, do their own damage on that right. side. But once you find those people, trust them in what they're doing and let, let them do their thing. Let them do their job. Yeah. I was your uh, podcast with Joe Davidson yeah. when he was talking yeah. about some of the high school parent stuff and yeah. the, yeah. and like driving me crazy, all the transferring. 
Yeah. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Oh, he tweeted about that today, I think. Yeah. Things. yeah. Yeah, but I really like when yeah. he, what he was talking about with that high school level and some of that yeah. involvement and stuff. I mean, he was just nailing it for sure. Yeah. And interesting to hear his perspective on that because he's around it so much right. in so many different programs and for so long. Right. It was really interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah I would not. Yeah. I'd be very interested to see what his uh, his inbox looks like on Twitter and social yeah. media because <laughs> I, I see the stuff that I can see. It's like, oh, geez. Yeah. This happens yeah. to him every day. But yes, yeah, yeah. so he's got a thick of, skin. Oh, he really? does. But hey, yeah. seems like, he's, he's telling yeah. the truth. And yeah, somebody today was it yesterday or today? I can't remember. Someone he retweeted something, but it was a um, a not it was at not Joe Davidson. Someone <laughs> someone created a parody oh account. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and you know you've made it if you have a I parody know, account. You have made it. <laughs> it's like, Congratulations, Joe. Nice job, Joe. <laughs> nice job. Let's have Joe back on. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, I imagine that with the. Because like you said, it's like you said, it, it's your, it's your kid out there, and you are invested. And I imagine because for certain sports, right, there it's more physical. Wrestling probably, right. I mean, I imagine one of the most physical sports you can play at the high school level. Yeah. Um, it probably is tough because it's not just like, hey, my my kid is being um, unfairly treated, right. or it's a bad call. Right, you're seeing your kid get slammed, and right. if if I don't know wrestling, but that was a yeah, that was an illegal move. That an illegal and that move. ref called it right away. That's an illegal yeah. slam. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, which without that, question. Which makes it worse, right? Because the ref, right. I didn't see that, but the ref did call it right away, right. as you're saying. Yeah, and, then, and it's like, yeah, and the kid got it. Well, right, didn't he get it? It seemed like he was okay. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. He, he, he was back in, in referee's position <laughs> yeah. ready to go when yeah. the dad came flying out there. Yeah. Right, very yeah. strange. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you guys, because you, you said you're, a, you're an AD. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm and an AD for our basically for our middle schools in our okay. district. We have two sports, so I'm just kind of got it in charge of making sure that yeah. but you guys do that stuff all the time because yeah. Deb's yeah. an assistant AD yeah. at her yeah you get that way more at the high school level than than I would parents yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> well I said I was telling I was just like I was telling you guys earlier before we hit record like I said I'm I go up to, and I'm like Ugh, and I try to bring some muscle with me or have a different <laughs> muscle deal with it because right. I'm like I look like I'm in high school I don't know if they're gonna even listen to me so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like your I usually days. just call security because yeah. I'm like they're not I, there's no way right there's one time where I was able to diffuse a parent I was very proud of myself but nice yes yeah. just just one time though just one time just you need to go back time. to your powerlifting days yes. right. <laughs> yeah exactly. and, and you know we mentioned this earlier that um 99.9% of the parents are wonderful yeah. and super yes, supportive absolutely. and will do anything you ask of them. Right. Um, and like I said, when I go back to, to the high school matches, seeing those parents again and they make a point of coming up and talking to you, they're just yeah. supportive of what you do. And if you're doing things the right way, they'll they'll go to the wall for you for sure. And that's yeah. by far the vast majority of parents. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's amazing how one can ruin it for a lot of people. Because uh, yeah. it's oh. not just that impacted that kid. That team, those coaches, the other parents, yeah, that school—it's mm-hmm. right. just a huge ripple that goes mm-hmm. out when you yep. when you do that. But the positive part is the same way; that's yeah. a huge ripple that goes out as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Um, a question I kept thinking of, and I forgot to ask just this last time, but it came back to me, so I'm going to ask. <laughs> it. Um, we talk about social media a lot. Um, yeah. How? I'm I'm just curious. Is it? I'm not. Sh- is it different at the middle school level? Because I'm used to the high school level where, you know, we. Just right away, we're like, just get right. You're in season. Get off social media now. Right. Or, or you know, unless you're gonna tweet or post, hey, come to my game. We're playing tonight. Oh, we right. won tonight, and that's it. That's all you say. Is it an issue? <laughs> that's it. Don't say anything else. Yeah. Is it? Send. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Is it an issue at the middle school level, or do you have to have talks with them? When well, you're really uh, active too on social yeah, media. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, yeah. I haven't had those issues, but in fact, like yeah. on our wrestling Instagram account, 
when people want to follow us, I'll, I'll go in and look at their account. If, if like, if I see you're swearing in your profile, uh -huh. if I see that you've got anything that's not appropriate on there, I won't let you follow us. It's, oh, yeah. I don't want that associated right. with our program. Yeah. And, and our kids know that. I'll tell mm -hmm. them, you know, your buddy tried to follow us and I, I'm not letting him with Good. swear words in his profile. Yeah. That's right. not okay. Sure. You know, sure. Um, but not really like the, um, the inappropriate smack talk back and mm -hmm. forth or anything. I haven't seen any of that. Mm -hmm. With our kids, it's more like just the middle school stuff that they do to each other, the rumors, the, you know, mm -hmm. why are you posting pictures like that? Mm -hmm. Right. You wonder why you're getting that feedback. Oh, I see. Don't okay. put yourself out there like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Right? I always go with the, what would, what would you send to your grandma? Yeah. <laughs> right? And if yeah. that's not it, then don't put it on social media because now yeah. everybody's seeing it, including your grandma. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, right. it, it definitely starts there for right. sure. Uh, it's just, it's just how rapid yeah. it spreads. You know, it's yeah. not like word of mouth oh, anymore. Yeah, it's no. just out there and boom, it explodes. So. In one second, someone could take a screenshot and then they delete it 10 seconds later, but it's still out there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We just, this is what we tell our high school kids. Don't be dumb. Just dumb. I'm like, is <laughs> that, 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 right. yeah. Don't is that teenage dumb. talk for you? Don't be dumb. Don't right. post anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they don't, that. you know, the, and you know this <laughs> yeah. better than I do. They don't realize how, how quick that can make a scholarship go away. Yeah. yeah. That maybe you yes. didn't even know you were in, in uh -huh. the ballpark of getting that. And then they look at your social media and mm -hmm. it's, there's too many people to recruit. Mm -hmm. They don't need headaches on their team. On your liability. In your liability. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. especially, especially at those higher levels, and mm -hmm. especially the like the big sports like football, mm -hmm. or basketball, the college level. It's like you're an investment that that college made into you. You're you're right. a lot of money, and you can be, you can have a negative effect with that social that one tweet or that one yeah. you know, right. that one moment. So, and it's it's weird to me too where we hear these stories and we talk about it on the podcast a lot. We hear other podcasts talk about it in, in ESPN, mm -hmm. but people still do it. Right, <laughs> like it's, it's like. Because that know. won't happen to me, right? Right. right? Yeah, I'm not yeah, the yeah. one that's gonna have. That's somebody mm -hmm. else's problem that that will that that'll happen. That's not gonna be me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially teenagers, never gonna be mm -hmm. them. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> no. Until it is. Until it is, and then yeah. Right. And, and then, then you got a mess. Derails everything. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so you're part of the, and you've kind of talked about it already a little bit. Part of the Positive Coaching Alliance. Yes. Okay. So how um, how long have you and how long have you been with them again? Um, well, my connection with them started when, when I was offered the AD job in the district. That right. was the first thing I took to our um, assistant superintendent was I want to partner with PCA and get our coaches trained because I've worked with their materials almost since I, they've been around for 20 years. I think I found them right. Like I was desperate for something when yeah. I became a, a coach because I knew what I wanted to do. Um, I just didn't know how to do it in that part of the life lesson part of it. Um, so in working with their stuff, that was my first thing was to um, – to connect with them and set up a contract. So all of our coaches for track and field and for wrestling, our two middle school sports, have to go through mm -hmm. double goal coach training. Um, and then working with them for a while, um, Mark Smidgen was doing one of our workshops, and I was like, so what does it take to, to become a, a presenter for or a trainer for PCA? And he said, well, you know, we were actually talking about that and, and having you come on board. And I was just getting ready to start my master's program in, in positive coaching. So it's kind of like, Let's hold off on that until I'm done. And then as soon as I was done with that, I, I started that process. And I've been uh, doing trainings for them for, for a year now. Nice. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Uh, how, how long is the training? Is it a couple of days? Like if, when you're you know, going out and presenting? If I do, if it's just a, it's like an hour and a half or two, oh, okay. an hour and a half or an hour. Just depends on which one you're doing. Um, I really like doing the parent ones. I, I, like I yeah. said, I think yeah. you're kind of pre preaching to the choir, but yeah. you empower them to help yeah. nip in the bud some of those situations before they become that parent yeah. tackling the kid on hey, the don't, mat. Don't tackle kids. Yeah. 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 The basics. Yeah. And, yeah. and the coaches are always a little, uh, you know, 
arms folded. Yeah. What are you going to teach me here? Positive guy. Right. right? Um, right. But then when, yeah. when you start talking about the idea that it, this is research based, this is going to make your athletes perform better. Yeah. Right. Then they start listening and they realize, mm -hmm. you know, what you're saying yeah. is, uh, is solid. Yeah. yeah. What's well, a, it's a really, cause I think we experienced that with, I mean, I wasn't with the comment of, uh, at the mm -hmm. very beginning, but I think some of the coaches I talked to that weren't familiar with the combine, I think they had some reservation too. Like you said, the arms crossed. And I, I think once they got past, because sometimes I feel like there's this idea that when we say positive, that means like if you're a football coach, you don't hit as hard. Right. No, no, no. You hit just as hard as you normally would. Right. But you're doing this in a positive way right. where you're, yeah. you know, trying to impact their lives off the field too. Right. And mm -hmm. so I think once they get past that, like you said, that barrier, it's like, oh, right. we can, we can yeah. still have them play the game and compete just as hard. It is we're doing, we're changing, you know, the way we do it. Right. You know, right. When, when you hit that, make that hard hit in football. You pick them up after the whistle sure. blows. Right, right. It's a <laughs> right. simple way to describe it, yeah. but right. that's what we're talking about, right? right. And yeah. and you hit them hard within the rules of football. Right. You, you respect those rules, and you don't you don't break even the spirit of those rules, even if you can get away with it. Yeah. We're teaching life lessons, right? Yeah. That's Shout how you live your life. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. said that. You don't put a week. camera in the <laughs> center field wall and bang oh on garbage gosh. cans. Right? Yeah, oh. that comes out to that tonight, actually. We, yeah. Yeah, that, that we but, did that. Yeah. Yeah. By the time this comes out, though, it'll be a week ago. Right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we love trying I'm, to time, time traveling yeah, right now. We're like, wait a minute. We, always, we suck at that. We should have stopped do, doing I know. that. We should have tried to say, yeah, it's going to come out tonight. And we're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This episode's not going to come out. What anyway. day of the week is Whatever. it? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Whatever. Um, it's 2025. I'm just right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know what's – hold on really quick. Go ahead. I don't know why I'm, I'm going to admit this, but I was um, uh, I was looking – someone was telling me about this event, and um, – in Las Vegas and so I was looking it up and I'm like wow I'm like they have it booked in Las Vegas until 2027 that's 27 years and they're <laughs> oh, like no. Deb take a moment just you, figure that out it's 2020 <laughs> do the math and I'm like oh my god like for a second I don't know why I thought it was 2000 <laughs> like, what is going on I can't even comment on that I'm terrible I'm like oh you're uh, right it's 28 years my bad yeah <laughs> I'm terrible at math. I'm so. fake. Yeah. I'm glad anyway, you've well, just so I can't. I still. Just, I just still can't believe it's 2020. So when I looked yeah. at the number 2027, I was like, "Holy crap, that's a long time." And they're like, "No, oh, it's only seven more years." I'm like, "What?" And I freaked out. Anyway, yeah. sorry. All right. Side note. <laughs> yeah. Just another reason for y'all yeah. to make fun of me. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna side <laughs> note you here for a minute. Oh, please do. That's as you talk about the the character combine and, and yeah. when that first started out. Yeah. I was listening. You guys spend a lot of time with me mopping mats, by the way. That's when I listen to you a lot of the time oh, while I'm cleaning right. up before oh, yeah. practice. Yeah. Um, but oh, I was listening I to you your first episode. Like, Wait a minute. No. Is insult? What does that mean? No, no, no. no, no, no. It's a good thing. He's okay, like, good literally. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, I was listening to your first episode with oh. Jason, yeah. and I realized this is a like, total full circle moment because I don't know if I was at the first one, but I was at one at Delaware High School with Joe Ehrman. Yeah, Joe's awesome. Oh, absolutely awesome. Yeah. And funny because the last book we had to read in our master's program was... Uh, inside out or yeah, inside out coaching. Yeah. 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 So I'd read season of life from after seeing him there. Right, right. Um, so I've kind of been connected to that yeah. the whole time. And then when the podcast oh, came funny. out, I'm like, Oh, character combine, I got to start oh, listening to that. Oh, very and then cool. now, nice. you know, being able to come on, but yeah, total, like, you know, full circle That's moment crazy. kind of thing. Yeah. It's weird how that works out. Yeah. 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 yeah no. Um, anytime I have, we have a, we talked to, actually you're the first wrestling coach we've ever had on. Yeah, our first wrestler, yeah, any of that stuff. Yeah, we had we had uh, Anthony Robles. Yeah, on. he's oh. been at the combine for multiple years. He's never been on the podcast, yeah. so we'd love to make that happen. Yeah. But he's we had him on right before he won an SP. Yeah, and so it's like 
ooh, we'll probably never be able to get him again. It, and then he's just such a such a cool guy, and he kept that relationship yeah, going, and yeah. he came back a couple more years. Um, I saw Anthony wrestle. At, oh, cool. um, they wrestled Davis when Davis had a program, and I I had no idea who he was at yeah. all. I think he was he was probably a freshman sophomore or whatever. Yeah. And I'm watching him warm up, and I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. This is the Pac-12. This isn't you know, community college or whatever. And he just went out there and just smoked this kid from Davis. I'm like, that dude is the real deal. Oh my God. And then yeah. to see him win a national championship on TV, I'm like, that's really cool. Wow. And, you know, I yeah. read more about him and what a great person he was. And, you awesome know, guy. using yeah. that platform to inspire others and just absolutely awesome. Yeah. It's wow. really cool. I don't yeah. know if you know, if you're familiar with Anthony Robles, but he, um, he was born with one leg. And so, oh, yeah, but just okay. a, a monster yeah. of a wrestler. And you wow. watch him do his thing. He's, like you said, Arizona State. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty crazy. And couldn't wow. be the nice, the any nicer. Yeah. Oh my yeah. Really cool guy. Yeah. Him and Mark wow. Munoz are, oh, yeah. are awesome. Wow. Awesome guys. So anyway, that was just a side. Mark. No, that's a good story. Fairly that's local, good. right? Was it Vallejo? Um, went to Vallejo. Or Vallejo or from, from, I think he's what? in L.A. right now. Yeah. yeah I but think he went to high school up here, though. Yeah, he did. There's... Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know Shireen knows him and his family pretty well. Yeah. Um, okay. And that's how we got connected with him couple, the first time. I know yeah. a couple people who know him up here too. Right. Yeah. Right. Now he's going to call you out yeah. that you don't know where he went to school. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I set you up for that. Please, one. please don't, Mark. Please sorry. don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you kind of you kind of alluded to this earlier, which was awesome because um, we always like to hear when people had grew up with really good coaching yeah. um, as they were athletes. But is there? I mean, you kind of alluded to it, but is there a specific coach that you said, like, this is the person who had the greatest impact on my life? Or even a teacher, if there was a teacher that had a huge impact on your life, um, that kind of, I guess, built that, yeah. that okay. coaching identity in you now? Um, well, I, I mentioned Byron Kane, who was my, my mm. little league coach for several right. years. And now, so you're young there, and you're very impressionable. And he was just a very good coach. Um, we had good teams, and, but that was because of him. You know, I I got lucky ended up on his team because my best friend's dad was the other coach of the team. So I just kind of, again, got lucky. Um, So early on, absolutely, Byron. Um, But that group that was at Bella Vista were just amazing. Charlie was our freshman football coach, too, in addition to being this, you know, nationally known Mm -hmm. wrestling coach. But that was the the group there. Um, uh, Pistachini, Driscoll, Lee, Fletcher, uh, Bonanno. They like, kind of came into BV together, and they all coached. And if somebody was the head coach, the other guys were the assistant coaches and, and helped build the program. But they were all about just making us better people. Mm. It wasn't about scholarships and making the school, you know, promoting the school. It was about they were going to make us, us better people while they were coaching us, and they held us accountable. So just that whole group of people is one. Mm. When you're in high school in that environment, you don't know any different because yeah. – I always wanted to go to Bella Vista. My brother went there and played football and played sports, and that was where I was going to go, and yeah. I was going to play sports. So I knew those guys growing up, too, as a little kid. But looking back on it now, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, what an influence that group of men had on me. Mm-hmm. As a high school student, I wasn't a superstar athlete or anything. I was just out there playing because I loved playing. Mm-hmm. But looking back on the lessons that they taught me and um, still connected with Ralphine Lee, she's still around the Bella Vista program a lot, and they're both in the National Wrestling Hall of Fame. They're just amazing people and how positive she is and, and realizing like what a real experience that was. That's who those men were. It wasn't, I'm not making it look better in my mind because it was in the past. Like those, that's who those men were and that's yeah. what they were trying to do. And 
I guess you get lucky sometimes and you fall into the right paths and, yeah. and you realize when you get older and you want to be a coach, like, I want to do that. I yeah. want to make that difference in kids' lives mm -hmm. and teach those same lessons and hold them accountable and, and make their lives a little bit better by, you know, just connecting with you a little bit through sports. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. And it's always nice as, as you do that, you know, like now and just, um, and I just think even for me and who people the people I've coached with to not only have that when you're younger and growing up, but like who you're currently working with as a coach and the people around you and your staff and friends or family, and they help build you into that right. person because it, it's a continuous learning journey. Absolutely. And that's um, Mike Lee, who is not related to Charlie Lee, um, but wrestled for him and, you know, went to Bella Vista as well. He, uh, the community that he has built in, in our kids club and the people that work with that program and, and through my program and through the high school and, like my assistant coach is a kid who wrestled for me, not a kid anymore. Um, but when you see people come back to programs later in life because they want to be a part of that, yeah. you know you have some quality there. And that's right. all credit to Mike Lee. Seriously, he's um, he'll kill me if he hears this thing. Here's I keep saying his name, but because he's very low key and he doesn't want that kind of credit. He's okay. always been that way. Um, but he's technique wise, he's just a genius. Um, but the the program that he built and the culture that he yeah. built. The community out in Fair Oaks and Orangeville that he's built through wrestling is absolutely amazing. Wow. It's, you know, to leave something like that behind as, as a legacy is, is yeah. just incredible. And, yeah. and he deserves every bit of credit that he gets for sure. That's great. Cool. Yeah. If there's any, um, we like to ask all of our guests this too, <laughs> if there's any piece of advice or anything that you, kind of advice that you could give um, maybe to up and coming coaches um, or even um, students going from middle to high school as athletes, is there some type of advice that you could give them that might help them in terms of what you've learned? Well, as a, if I were talking to coaches, yeah. people like that want to become coaches, um, remember what your why is. And, and if it's not about kids and teaching life lessons, then find something else to do because <laughs> yeah. it's not about you and it's right. not about your ego and your resume. Um, or your and, salary. And, or your salary, because <laughs> we're not going to get rich doing this. Um, so, you know, if, if you're about awards and getting your name out there, then go do something else. Right. <laughs> you know, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But also, I would say find a mentor. Yeah. Uh, find somebody that you can talk to and you can, uh, you can be weak in front of, mm -hmm. right? And say, I don't know how to do this. Yeah. And like I talk about Mike, I've always been able to do that. Shoot him, you know, I don't know how to teach this. And I get a big long email back from yeah. him or, you know, I'm, I'm stuck here. I don't know how to work with this kid, yeah. whatever the sport. But find somebody that you can be vulnerable with and yeah. ask questions. Yeah. And, and again, like, it's, again, remember your why. Why are you doing this? This yeah. is about the kids, not about you. Awesome. That's awesome. That's good. <laughs> drop the mic. We drop the mic right there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, where can they where can they follow your wrestling program? You all that stuff. Um, I uh, I have a Twitter account which yeah. I just solely use for teaching stuff and and sports stuff. So that's just under my name, Dana Smith. Okay. Um, and then we have an Instagram account for our wrestling program, just Carnegie Wrestling, with no no gaps or anything on there. So okay, uh, cool. feel free to check all that out. Awesome. I hope this is okay to say. If not, we can delete it. But you also have a podcast, correct? Uh, yeah, we've. <laughs> Garrett Lane, who is, is the head coach at BB now, it, it's really funny how it started because we had to do interviews for one of our classes and we just interviewed each other. And afterwards, I'm like, dude, we should do a podcast. That wasn't nice. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Patting myself on the back. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we started it before the season started and we actually stole 
one of your ideas, um, the oh. question idea, but we do ours at the end. But we just oh. do a, like a program update. Cool. And then we try to talk about something um, in regards to positive coaching. Yeah. Uh, awesome. And then we do, we call it the five point move related to wrestling. So nice. I did, I asked him first, but there are five questions that we don't know, except for one that is our standard, which is uh, what are the best chicken wings you've ever had? Oh my god, <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, so we did three that's of them, but good. then the season got going, awesome. and it's so hard to find time question. for both of us to to, yeah. to sit and meet. But uh, yeah, we we did the five point thing with each other, and then we um, we interviewed um, the principal of Bella Vista for one of them. Went into his nice. office and interviewed him. So that was really cool. Oh, very cool. Because he's nice. kind of new to the school and the district, and yeah. uh, so that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. So definitely, cool. definitely check that out. Yeah. Um, did you already yeah. say the name of it? It's called the Scronko Podcast, which is a combination of Scots and Broncos that was oh just gosh. a totally okay. off the wall. That's awesome. End of practicing. I had them do during a summer workout one time and it just kind of stuck. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> we have a picture unique. of a, a guy in a kilt with a, a horse head mask on. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about that's unique. It's super serious as you can tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Well, definitely yeah. everybody go listen to that. Check it out. Yeah. Um, Deb, where can I find uh, you guys can follow us on Twitter at sports character, Instagram at character combine, Facebook, LinkedIn and YouTube. We have stuff on YouTube. Is that yes. it? Anything else? No, that's, <laughs> that's it. it. Something else will come along. There's no, yeah. there's we no just, Snapchat. Uh, <laughs> I know we've already mentioned this, but I enjoy saying it. Seems so, to be an hey, ongoing wait, wound here. Now he's here. like making me <laughs> yes. say it. So it just feels good. No, yeah. no We're both Snapchat. competitive, so well, I've I already like this is a win. I don't yeah. get many. So <laughs> well, I've already complimented you today, so why not? I'll just say no this has been a great podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dana, thank you so thank much for sharing all your knowledge and taking time to hang out with us. Thank you so much. Thanks.